The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory is to you, O The Spirit drove Jesus out into the desert, and he remained in the desert for forty days, tempted by Satan. He was among wild beasts, and the angels ministered to him. After John had been arrested, Jesus came to Galilee, proclaiming the gospel of God. This is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. The gospel of the Lord. So during Lent, we have to talk about something that makes people feel very uncomfortable. Something that we all have to deal with and oftentimes we don't want to think about and admit to. And that is this three-letter word called sin. So people start irking and twitching and saying, oh, where is he going with sin? So I want to preface this with, first of all, when I speak about sin, it is not condescending. It's not um, meant to talk down to anyone because I speak from experience as a sinner, as a human being who sins. The friars here, whom I know and I live with and know me very well, can all attest, yes, Father Jason is quite the sinner, right? Looking for any, uh, Father Stephen especially would like to, always loves that chance to say that. I'm a sinner. And so are all of us. This doesn't mean that we're horrible human beings or that God is looking for a chance to punish us and make our lives miserable, but it's a reality, a reality of our brokenness, a reality of who we are and what we struggle with, the battle between good and evil in our lives, of sin and God. What is sin? A sin is a turning away from God. Sin doesn't, is not um, a moral code to make our lives miserable. Sin hurts us. Sin leads to pain and suffering for ourselves and for others. God teaches us and tells us about sin and directs us away from sin, not to make our lives boring, but to protect us from further harm, to warn us against the reality that's behind all the pain and suffering and evil in our world and in our lives. It all comes back to sin and that we are broken human beings. But we take it further when we sin. God gives us his mercy. God gives us his love. During Lent, when we repent, when we think about sin in our lives, it's because we need to redirect our lives towards that incredible ocean of mercy and love that God has in store for us. But God gives us a choice because God doesn't want us to be slaves to him. He wants us to choose his love, always giving us that choice. And so often we choose a way, sometimes without realizing it. Our God is not a God, a 
of punishment. And when we hear God says, I am a jealous God, it's because he is jealous for our love and our attention because he wants us for him. Our gospel reading today shows the depths of that love. God is not just in a sky looking down for us saying, oh, if only you would have made the right choice. No, God knows this reality of sin, the war in our lives, in our world, and in our souls. And he fights for our souls by coming down to be one of us, to experience that pain and that suffering and that humanity firsthand. And he comes to us and also experiences that temptation to sin in the desert. All those temptations that we've experienced in our lives, Jesus experienced it as well in his 40 days in the desert and throughout his ministry and his life. He didn't sin, but he understands us and he knows the reality of sin in our lives from experience. And he decides to take it all on his back to one of the worst forms of execution known to humanity's history, and that is crucifixion. Our first reading today tells us about Noah and the ark. God in this reading promises mercy, but the reality of sin was so great that God flooded the world to start all over again. But even there, The waters that killed off so much of humanity and so much of the world in this story. God makes a promise, a covenant, not only to never do it again, but we're told in our second reading that he even still goes back and reverses it. All those souls that were lost before the time of Jesus, that were waiting for their redemption, God still goes to them and brings them to him. God goes to all depths to save all of his loved ones, but he still gives us that choice to choose him. And we have to recognize sin first and the reality of sin in our lives and in our world in order to turn to him all the more and to allow him further in our lives. God wants so much more for us. Why do we go to confession during Lent? I'll tell you also another confession of mine. Not only am I a sinner, but I go to confession a lot. I live with priests, so I take full advantage of it. And so usually I'll go to one of them and they'll say, oh, Father Jason needs confession again. Okay. But we need confession because we need that healing in our lives. Lent is the perfect time to come to Jesus. So often you'll hear Christians, especially our Protestant brothers and sisters, say, why can't I go straight to Jesus? And yes, we should go straight to Jesus. But why not take it further and tangibly experience that forgiveness that God promises through his church for each one of us, through his vessels, the priests of our church, to offer that forgiveness, that reality, that ocean of forgiveness and love, and then found in the sacraments of the Eucharist. Why not come and take it all, all of his love that he offers us? This Lent, as we journey with Jesus through the desert, it's not just us journeying with him, but he journeys with us in his time in the desert, taking on that sin full force, taking on that temptation, taking on our brokenness, 
so that he can bring full healing and bring us with him. As we go forward with Lent, let's not just stop at sin, but let's turn. When Jesus says, this is the time of fulfillment, the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. What does repent mean? Change. What does penance mean? Change. Convert. Turn away from all those other things in your life that draw us down and draw us away from God and turn to him, our only hope, our one true hope in Jesus Christ. This Lent, let us change. Let's think about the sin in our lives, the things that cause us pain and suffering, and let's say no more. No more. I've had enough. I need Jesus. I need Jesus. Even if it's just a little bit more, I need Jesus. So think to yourselves, what in your life is hurting you? What in your life is holding you back? And come forward to Jesus in a new way in the sacraments, especially in confession and in the Eucharist right here to experience his ocean, unending, eternal love and mercy.